What's up, everybody? Welcome in to episode 26 of the How You Doing Pod. Brady and Alex here, back at it again for another week. X, how you doing? I'm good. We missed our first week of the podcast, which <laughs> felt like honestly sad, but also we were so busy that we were like, honestly, it was Wednesday, and I texted Brady and was like, it's Wednesday. We usually record by Tuesday or we have a plan by Tuesday night of like, right. oh shoot, let's get on the ball, record Wednesday. And we were both so busy that I thought it was me. Brady was like, no, I didn't have time either. So it was our first week that we missed. And I actually like that it felt like we were missing something because a lot of time with work stuff or just this kind of stuff in general, when you get a week off, it feels like therapeutic and like, oh, thank goodness. That was so nice to not have to worry about that. I honestly missed it. So I think that's such a good sign. I missed it too. I didn't realize you texted me Wednesday and then I think I got back to like Thursday night. <laughs> I was like, I don't think we're going to be able to do it. No. We just, our schedules didn't work out later in the week. We always make time at the beginning of the week and the days were just passing by. And yes. I feel like we just both not forgot about it because it was always in the back of my mind. Yeah, it felt like I was just missing something good that I wanted to have. It didn't feel like I was like lessening my plate by any means. Agreed. We also got to see each other twice this weekend, which I feel like is so much. And they were both such like happy little gatherings. We got to go to one of our best friends engagement parties. And then we got to play pickleball and go to dinner um, on Sunday night. And I have to say Brady's husband, Chase, and his best guy friends, it was who we were at the engagement party for, they were telling us stories of their high school experience. And I, today, my cheeks are still sore <laughs> from laughing. I said to Matt, I'm like, I, we drove by Loveland High where we went to high school. And I was like, I feel like, honestly, I didn't live in high school now that I've heard all of their stories. Like, I feel like I was way too much of a goody two-shoes. I should have been a little bit more rambunctious and had all these fun <laughs> stories to tell because it was the, I've heard all of the stories, but for some reason now being like so far removed from high school, they were so much funnier and I cannot, I have to tell the story of Corey going into Chase's PE class. So Corey had chemistry, their football coach was his teacher and he would say, can I go to the bathroom? He would go out to Chase's class when they were playing softball, for example, and he would bat for the team that Chase wasn't playing on that was losing. And he would get – you tell the story about the ghost runner way better, but he – after like an hour of playing, the co or his teacher and their coach would send like a sophomore girl outside and say – Corey, it's time to come back from the bathroom because it was this small hometown that everyone knew everyone and he knew what he was up to and he let him go and play and then gave him like a warning like, okay, it's time to come back because class is about to end. And I think that is the, one of the funniest things I've ever heard. And I just like wish I was a fly on the wall that got to see all of this happen now. Me too. Like they were wild cards. Obviously they played their sports, did their things, obviously got good enough grades to go yeah. to college and do their thing, but they just had so much fun. And there's such mm -hmm. a beauty of growing up in that small of a town that yes. I feel like they got away with more they i don't did. know it was just those stories were killing us because you're right i've heard them but it's been a few years now and just mm -hmm. having them all by the fire just retelling these stories i was like you guys were seriously one of a kind but my favorite part of the story of the baseball story is that Corey would just bat over and over again and people were like dude it's my turn to bat and he'd be like yeah you go on second i'm gonna i'm gonna bat i'm gonna go again
if you know their personalities, I feel like it sounds like they were these, like, super mean, like, jock kids, but they honestly are such good people, and, like, everyone in the town still adores all of them, because even though they were, like, rambunctious and, like, had these fun stories, they're still such good kids at heart that, like, I feel like the adults and the teachers couldn't get mad because they knew that they were good kids, and so they, like, let so much slide, but... It's so funny to talk about now that we're all adults and have, like, jobs and these careers that we dreamed of and stuff. And I was telling Sis and Cass before you got to Pickleball on Sunday that when Corey was telling us about him going to get Honey in a full bee suit, I was screaming, crying, throwing up, thinking about, like, this guy who's, like, one of the, like, toughest, like, macho, and it's cool, like, that, all that stuff is cool, but thinking about him in a full bee suit is quite literally one of the funniest things I've ever heard. I nearly peed my pants when he was telling us about the bees, like, he wore the, (laughs) he didn't wear the proper boots, so the bees quite literally flew up his pants and and thought, like, we're, we're biting his... (laughs) Sack, basically. <laughs> Literally, I thought that he wasn't We're gonna finish telling that. Yes, I was like, oh, he's not really gonna tell us that like that happened. He's like, they bit my sack. Oh my god, are you kidding? Him later on in an oatmeal bath, sent me. I was like, oh my god but i think both of us were laughing so hard because just picturing for one him yes but really anybody in a bisu i don't know why no so funny to me i honestly it is so cool to get honey and the whole process is cool but the bisu thing i was like you own a bisu literally like thinking about you in a bisu makes me want to like cry like that's Something about it is so funny, and I don't know what it is, but when I was trying not to, like, laugh when he was telling the story, even though I'm like, oh, I'm so grateful we're going to get some honey from them. Like, this is so cool that they're doing that. And then when he said B-suit, I was like, don't laugh, don't laugh, don't laugh. <laughs> I laughed for you. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly. I'm like, this is, I'm like, wait a second, go back to the B-suit part. You putting oh on this suit. Oh, my gosh. Dear God. We had, yeah, that was such a good night. And then when we played pickleball on Sunday, it was so fun. I feel like you, me, Sis, and Cass haven't been together in what feels like so long. And playing pickleball, I especially because we're all so competitive, that when we're playing with each other, I feel like I can be myself. And I can get mad and I can yes. throw my racket or whatever paddle if I need to. Sis, <laughs> Sis threw hers on Sunday. And I was like, oh, this makes me feel so much better about myself that we're the same person that like we can be in a group setting where really it doesn't matter who's winning no but we care we care enough to throw our paddles and we I feel like it was just so fun to play together and all of us honestly Cass learned a month ago she's played like twice and she's so good I, I feel like everyone can pick it up and just be so good at it totally I feel like yeah she picked it up really quick it seems like and then my sister came for a little bit with yes. and she picked it up really quick because she hadn't played really either and i'm like no. you gotta keep playing it's so freaking fun like oh the gosh. way i leave feeling so invigorated is hilarious because it's like supposed to be an old person's sport and i'm like it fills my cup and especially playing with y'all it was the absolute best yes it's just fun and you're right we can be competitive but it's also hilarious and we're just we're all very into it which I think makes it better. Yeah, Matt, honestly, if we go like three days, he'll be like, yeah, we haven't played pickleball in a while. I'm like, 
it's been three days and we've had something going on every night, but I'm let's get out at the course at 8 PM tonight for sure. It really made me really excited about my bachelorette too. Like, I feel like we, you will not be able to tear us off that court, but I wonder how hot it's going to be playing on that court. I looked and it's supposed to be the coldest days of the whole month of August is when we're there. And I'm like, Thank which you, is, Lord. Which is like what? A hundred? Um, a hundred and one. Ninety-eight. And then a hundred, I think. <laughs> It'll be toasty. I remember starting school in August when I was in grad school in Arizona. And I would get <laughs> back to my car at the end of the day. And I kid you not, the dashboard would say like 132. And I'm like, I am going to melt in this car on the drive yes. home. Straight up. Oh I couldn't even gosh. touch my steering wheel. So it gets hot there, but it's not humid. Yeah. Which I feel like everybody could have this debate whether like dry right. heat, humid heat, what's worse, whatever. I personally can handle a dry heat way better than like adding the humidity and just feeling like I'm wet. So I yes. feel like we'll, we'll be okay. We'll just need our water breaks and uh, just make sure nobody gets a heat stroke. We're not trying to have the ambulance call to your bachelorette party. I know. And I keep reminding myself, like, just jump in the pool. Like, after every game, we can just mm. jump in the pool. So we'll be, we'll be fine. I was thinking I'm finishing up this, like, I was telling you this on Sunday, this 55-page itinerary that I bought a template for and have been working my little booty off on. But it's so fun. And, like, this is the kind of stuff that I love is, like, the fun parts of that. And right. it, it is... <laughs> It's so detailed. There's like a packing list and stuff. And it's like stuff that they automatically put in there that I'm like, hey, whatever, I'll leave that in there. Um, but I was thinking about putting on the itinerary, you can have someone from the um, company that we're renting for. They have like preferred vendors because they you can only have vendors that they allow in or something. They're super strict for some reason. But they have a lady that comes in and can do it like a yoga class for everyone. I thought, Oh my Ooh. God, like that'd be so fun. But then I'm thinking I'm not, I'm going to put it on my itinerary and like inquire with her and see like what time we could do and stuff. But I'm like, if it's outside and it's like <laughs> past 8am, it's probably going to be too, like, unless the class is at seven o'clock in the morning and then yeah. we just like go back to bed or whatever. <laughs> It's probably going to be too hot. So we'll see. I'll talk to her and be like, what's the weather? Like, what do you think? And stuff. But anyways. We'll I do just... a hot yoga class. Really. I, I actually love hot yoga. So it might be great. But you're right. I Maybe she'll want to come at like 630 in the morning. That's you think true. of those bachelorette parties or like trips, which you just do whatever for the bride. But I've heard of some right. where like the person's really outdoorsy and like they schedule these hikes or whatever it may be for like six in the morning. And I'm like. I don't think I have any friends that would really do that. So, like, don't sign me up for that. <laughs> I'm all for activities. Like, I'll play pickleball all day long. I'll go on a walk. I'll do whatever, yoga class, whatever anyone wants to do. But there's some some trips that I've seen that I'm like, wow, that's well, a different that's a different breed right there. Well, I was asking myself when I was thinking about this. I was like, okay, do I actually want to do that on my bachelorette weekend? Or am I, like, trying to just, like, have fun activities in it? And because you don't want to do stuff that you actually don't want to do on your weekend. But then yeah. I've been enjoying yoga so much lately that I'm like, yeah, that would, that would be like super fun. I love, I feel like we're going to be the kind of bachelorette party that stays at the house because it's this like huge house with tons to do and like to relax more than anything. And so, yeah, I just, I'm so excited about all of it. I had a call with my wedding planner yesterday for like two and a half hours and I'm telling you, if I can recommend one thing in life, it is a wedding planner. Every single thing that she asked me about, about my dreams for something, about how if I have something done, I'm like, 
oh shoot I don't there's just so many things that you don't think about and she's like that's fine I'll take care of it that's fine I'll take care of it that's fine I'll take care of it I'm like okay I love you I would marry you to be honest right now do you feel like she gets your do you get worried about her do you make all the decisions as far as like stylistic <sighs> things because I know you're very particular about that which I would be too do you feel yes. like she gets the vibe you're going for or do you get worried about that no not at all um I, the reason why I got her is because my friend Abby had a connection with her and their entire business is very much like my style, but also she, her like specific personal Instagram, which is so silly, but is like who I aspire to be and like to post in the aesthetic and stuff. And anytime I talk about anything, she has like the perfect wording for it of what she already wants. Like yesterday she said something and I was like... Uh, what does that mean? I don't even know what that means. And then she explained it to me and I'm like, oh, I've never been able to like kind of put that into words. And she, right. every single thing, every detail is like, what do you want? It's not like, oh, we're going to do this. There was, there's never anything that she's like, oh, well, this is what we usually do. And these linens are better or like this. She's like, whatever you want, I will source. And like, it's your vision. And I'm just like finding a way to do it kind of thing, which I don't know if that's common or not for wedding planners, but like, holy moly, is this woman a dream? I'm like, I, obviously it, it can have a high price tag to it, but I think that also having someone do that, they have so many connections and so many, they know so many ins and outs of the business that they know, like she was talking to me about transportation to the wedding and she's like, do you want to do like shuttles? I'm like, well, people are staying in all different places and it's all very connected to the same area it's like a short jaunt wherever it is and she was like honestly I don't think that you like should provide that because the amount of stops they would need to take and stuff is like not logistical and it would add like an extra five thousand dollars I was like ah, no thank you oh, no no you could over like that's it's just such a silly thing but like you think like, like oh, I'll to wear their walking shoes <laughs> I rent a couple buses or something, you know, it's just like things that you don't think about to where you're like, okay, that makes so much more sense. Or logistically, she was asking me like, what kind of tables I want? She's like, do you want long tables? Do you want some intimate kind of ones? And I was like, well, I'd love the wedding party to be like one long table, like together. I love that. But also I would love to just like group kind of seating by people that are coming in groups. Like if there's a full family that we have invited, like I would love them to be able to sit together and not have to like sit with the Joneses and the whoever, even though they're all going to be interacting for like the whole weekend. So, right. but I would love that. And I'd love a mix because I've always pinned both and like thought about both. And she's like, Oh, we can totally do that. Let's do both. That'll be fun. We can do fun linens on one. We can do classic on another. I'm like, okay, just things that you don't think are possible because you're like, oh, this might be too much or this might whatever. And every idea that I would tell her, she'd like freak out and be like, oh, Alex, this is going to be so amazing. I can't wait. Like this is going to be the dream wedding. And I um, sent her a picture of my dress because I, (laughs) she's even helping with like, tucks things and like whatever so um I sent her my little vision board for the bridesmaids dresses and then I was talking to her about a veil no veil the length of the veil whatever just for like ceremony purposes and she's like uh what does your dress look like I'm like well I haven't shown it to anyone besides my mom and she's like oh well like you don't have to show me and I'm like well if there's someone I'm gonna show I think it should be you for like logistical purposes with the veil with whatever I sent it to her and she was like uh, like almost in tears like just so blown away and she's like Alex 
this is the most beautiful. Like, you look so, she kept saying, you look so snatched. You look so, you know, just like hyping me up and exactly what you want to hear, but also giving me like realistic advice about what she thinks the length of the veil would look best because she sees it all the time. But then ultimately at the end of everything is like, but you, you, what is going to make you feel best? And then we kind of go from there in the decision-making and you know more than anyone that I am like a flip-flopper and indecisive kind of person. And that is something that I've been trying to work on, but like I've seen extra highlighted in wedding planning season. It's like, but I think it's good because it like kind of calls it to your attention of like, okay, how are we going to move forward and like be better in this in our life? Yeah. And you and, have to make a decision You ha- eventually. Yes. So you are like, I have to go with one of these. It kind of yes. doesn't leave it up to choice. But I totally. feel like it's the wedding planner, I can't wait to meet her first off. She sounds freaking She's awesome. She's going to love you. I yeah. want to be her best friend. I think it's so perfect, too, for someone that's doing destination. Like, I yes. feel like it's one of those things. It's like with my job. Do you get an agent? Do you not? It's like, do you get a wedding planner? Do you not? It's like just yes. weighing your, what are you trying to get to? Where are you where is the wedding do you know what i mean i feel like it's so helpful and for you who has someone that has so many ideas she Mm. just kind of like centers it for you she's like okay you want to do that then we can do it like this like it just simplifies it so so smart that you went that direction totally i feel like that so much right now i was telling matt on our walk like this morning just feeling so overwhelmed of like on a hamster wheel right now of i'll get like one task done and but three more will come in during that time with work with the bachelorette, with wedding planning, with whatever. But it's like, I have such an issue delegating or whatever. Like, you know, I want control over these things and I love it. But at the same time, I feel like I can't get anything done. And it is exactly what you're saying. I feel like even with my job, when I was considering getting management, I'm like, okay, but I don't like giving up control over anything. Do I need this? Am I, is it that serious? Am I whatever? But it, I think Matt phrased it to me of like, okay, if they're taking, 5, 10, 15, 20% of what you're getting, but they're bringing you 50% more than you were getting, wouldn't you rather have that? Or like, wouldn't you rather get XYZ off of your plate? Even Abby always is like, you need to hire an assistant. You need to hire an assistant. Oh my God, my mic is about to fall. I'm like, oh, I just, I don't think I could do that because I, I have a problem delegating. I, I do everything the right way that I want it to happen and stuff. And She's like, okay, well, you still need to hire an assistant. <laughs> like, it doesn't matter if you want it or not. Like, you right. don't have the time to do these things. You need to hire one. I'm like, I don't really want I know. to. But that is scary because you do just want to do it yourself because you know you'll do it right. I know my mom's really like that because she's just such a perfectionist and she just she gets is. stuff done for everybody, not even herself, for all of us. Like, yes. she'd be the only person I could really fully delegate a bunch of stuff to and chase. But yeah. she just, she feels the same way. She's like, I know I'll do it and I'll do it yes. right. So it's hard to, hard to give up control, but it probably saves you a lot of stress in the long run to just do it. You know, that's yes, probably I totally right. Agree. I know. I'm like, okay, maybe I do need to hire one, but it, I would be so like, okay, you can do these two things. Here you go. <laughs> Like it would just, I, I'm not good with things like that. It's true. And you're like, would I spend more time describing to them how they need to pick this up or get this done? Whereas I could have probably just got it done myself in the time I took to explain it. But I feel like it could just be a process. Once you really got to know someone and they understood your workflow, it would probably pay off. Agreed. I've told you this and Matt this a million times, but your sister Macy is probably the only person on planet earth that I would trust with 
anything involving oh, my business. Like too. she is, but the problem is everyone wants her to be their right hand <laughs> yeah. man too. I'm like, oh my she's God, not a man. <laughs> it's like she and people like that I feel like they're hard to come by so when you know someone like that in your life they usually are already spoken for it when it comes to like that kind of stuff but also at the same time I've said to Matt like I also don't want to like hire her ask her to do that because I, I feel like she's capable of like doing everything that I'm doing so I want her to do that too instead like I don't want to she, I don't want her to be an assistant. I want her to be doing what I'm doing. So I, I feel like some of the best people for those kinds of positions are people that are capable of doing the exact same thing. So it's hard to find that kind of niche kind of person to help right. you. But that may be like they're in. So maybe they're like, no, True. I want to work for her for a little while and learn from her and work hard for her or whatever. And maybe they True. have no interest in that. Some people love to just be behind the scenes and get stuff done. Like right. that fuels them. I feel like there's a lot of people like that as well, you know? Yeah, that's so true. I actually, my friend Katie, we went and played pickleball with her and her boyfriend last week. And she was telling me that um, her friend who I think owns like a, a small clothing business in Fort Collins got an intern through CSU and they get credits for classes to come and help her and like intern at her small business. And she's like, because you have an LLC for what you do, you could literally call CSU or like email them and say, hey, do you have a social media intern that needs credits? Oh. I need help with X, Y, and Z. If it's editing YouTube videos, if it's listing clothes on Poshmark, if it's like, you know, getting back to emails or reaching out to brands or whatever it is. I thought that was so genius and I've never thought of it. Still, I'm like, am I really going to do that and delegate? Probably not. But uh, <laughs> it, it's, it's such a genius idea. We yes, love the I idea. Even for, I mean, through a job like yours, I feel like obviously it'd have to be through the company, but yeah. even just like having someone to where you're like, oh, you're going to do all this for free and it counts for your class credit. Sounds good. You know, like it's kind of a win-win for everyone because they're actually in the, where they want to be. In I love that idea because yeah. I'm trying to think, I feel like I have a lot of, for sports broadcasts, so not necessarily that, but just reaching out all the time about how can I get my foot down in the door? How can I get internships? And I did that to people. I mean, I did that all the time because totally. it's just, you know, you feel like you need to get one, which you do, you should, you know, but you don't know yeah. where to start. So I feel like, yeah, you should provide an opportunity mm -hmm. like that because someone would jump at that, especially all the people probably wanting to get into social media or work in social media yeah. or marketing at some level. Yeah. Like that could be huge on someone's resume. So it's not like you're just oh, you're working for me for free. Right. Like they would be getting something out of it that would be so helpful. Yeah, that's so true. I didn't really think about it that way of like them being able to use it on their resume of like, hey, I interned for someone who has like a large social media following. They have totally. a podcast. They have like a TikTok. They have a following on, you know, or just like, yeah, yeah that's, or even like someone, if they're talking about clothing, who's like managed or helped manage a Plato's closet and then mm -hmm. went into fashion with social media. Wow. I never even thought of it that way. I kind of was thinking about it selfishly. So that's, <laughs> that is kind of, that's no, a good but it would be benefiting it. you obviously, but I was just thinking about the people that would probably be looking for something like that. Like that would be such a golden opportunity. Totally. I'll, 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 help, I'll help you host your interviews or <laughs> yeah, that would be so fun. We're also both volunteering on Monday at a yes. golf tournament to honor um, one of our best friends, dads. And, um, it's a fifth annual and we're so excited. It's such an amazing golf tournament. Honestly, it's pretty competitive to get, to get to golf in it. So even if you wanted to, you probably couldn't, but it, it it's, is. 
I'm so excited because you're going to have such a fun job this year, right? Yes, and you are too. You're my um, partner in crime for that. But yeah, it's called the Kong Strong Tournament and we they've just done such a good job with putting it together that volunteering is the least we could do. Everybody misses Jimbo daily and he was just the most fun guy that anybody Mm -hmm. knew. So it's just makes sense that we have this event for everybody to come together, have a good time, golf, hang around with people you haven't seen in a while and just enjoy yourselves basically. So, and all the money goes back to their scholarship fund and all of that stuff. So it's a pretty cool deal, but yeah, so we're going to be interviewing all of the different golfers, the athletes, some of the volunteers um, going through. I got to get a little mini mic for my phone. Put that on your oh, to-do yeah. list that I saw. Yes, you I know I will. I'm literally going to do it. You might already have one. I have one that clips to people's collars, but I think those little mini mics would be better yeah. because we're not going to clip it to everybody's shirt, you know? Yes, I'm literally going to write it down. I'm not even kidding. Yeah, Alex and I are going to go around and help with the video aspect. They want to use it for just marketing and to kind of show off the event for future years because this is something, this is the fifth year, but I imagine it will continue forever and ever, you know? Um, I hope so. so. That will be a fun job. Usually we help with check-in and really just mosey around, have a good time, go to the different holes, help out where we can, but this will be a specific job that we'll be dedicated to this year, so I'm excited. Yes, it'll be so much fun. Honestly, I I wanted to say that it is the most well organized and like thought out or 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 what is it called? Not organization, fundraiser. Oh my gosh, fundraiser. um, fundraiser that I've ever experienced. I I feel like a lot of the time everyone wants to like rally around when things like this happened, make something of it, make a foundation, make a scholarship. But I think the execution that Siri and Abby and Annika have done for this is such an honor to Jim and like yeah. says so much about who Siri is as like a go-getter and a mm-hmm. and a wife who like wanted to honor her husband and like what he would have wanted and knowing him he would have been so proud oh I'm gonna get choked up <laughs> he would just like be so honored to see all of this happen you know every year after year because all he wanted was like to make people laugh to golf <laughs> to eat good food Uh um, and to support like the people around him. And it's just like such a sweet tournament every year because it's not just like random people coming every year. It's the same people year after year that love this man so much and care about like using it for good. And what, what more would you want with like your life to be honored with than something like that? You know, it's such a sweet time and like it's also just so nice that we all get to see each other and like spend that time the auction is always so fun at the end I feel like it's like the one of the best parts because there's so many good prizes I feel like a lot of auctions you're like okay everyone's bidding after that one thing it's always like oh my gosh left and right it's so good and like people are laughing and bidding after one another and like the scholarship winner from like the year before speaks about their experience and it's just like the most well-organized yeah, fundraiser I've ever experienced and so proud of their family for like putting it together and we're honored to be able to volunteer and be a part of it and know Jim because yeah. And they bring in a legit auctioneer, which is like my favorite yes. part just listening to this guy. He's like two hundred, you know, it's a I see her four hundred. I can't do yes. it obviously, but that is such a fantastic skill and it's so fun to listen to and it yes. just makes it that much more fun because he's legit so it feels like the auction which obviously it is a real auction they are bidding for some very cool trips items events all the different things so 
Yeah. Um, yeah. Very proud of the Anderson fam and we love them so much. I'm excited to yes. be a part of it. I look forward to it every year. Yes. And you have a question for me. We have to wrap up real quick. You have a question for me, but I have a rapid fire question for you that I was thinking during this. If you had to have a different job where you could not be related to sports at all, like your worst nightmare, what would it be if you could think of anything? Oh my god! Because I couldn't think of one for like, I, okay, I'll think of the one thing that I, or I t- I'll tell you the one thing that I thought of after you answer. Maybe like a, uh, see, I'm no, I'm not that detail oriented. I was going to say like a party planner or something. Mm. I'd love to be a game show host. I, I was literally going to say a talk show host. Talk show that's what I was going to say because that's what, like, that's the other thing that I think I would want to do is do a talk show or something. Yes. That feels so similar to my kind of current job, but you said no sports. So I could say talk show for sure. But yes. ga- being a game show host, like Steve Harvey has my dream job. That would be such a blast. How fun do you think he has in every day? Like it, there's no way. Well, he probably, there are stressful parts, but like it, amazing. I just, I would take it in a heartbeat. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Game show host. That's it. Yes. Um, okay. And I was watching your first half of your TikTok and I mm-hmm. um, was so in awe of your morning skincare routine. How many steps are in it? Brady, you added that was so many. I was like, wait, what's I'm that? Sure. That was too fast. She went one by that wasn't too fast. I'm telling you, I said that this probably cut off before you, before uh, the end of the, yes, the I'm Instagram part. Yes, I will I will. Okay, I say at the end when I'm doing it, I'm like, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I usually don't do this in the morning. This is all for the vlog and ASMR purposes. I barely put skincare on in the morning, like barely. I did it this morning. I usually do one oil and my moisturizer, and that's it. I do sometimes okay. that exfoliant that I started with. I'll do that, but I usually only do that if I'm getting out of the shower and, like, I've just washed my face, like, thoroughly. So mm-hmm. I think the max steps would be, like, five if I'm putting, like, eye patches on or something. Um, but... Yeah, the first thing that I use is the Polish Choice BHA exfoliant. It will change the texture and the pores of your it. skin. I love it mm-hmm. so much. Um, I did a vitamin C serum after that because I've been trying to do that in the morning instead of at night. I just realized that I like the one that I was using before this way more. So uh, it's the La Roche Posay one that I'm using right now. Super affordable. Not the best one that I've ever used. Um, and then I did a hyaluronic acid and then my um, Drunk Elephant moisturizer and then some eye patches. But honestly... Okay most mornings it is I'm throwing on a little oil and a little moisturizer and if that that was all ASMR purposes I was so impressed by it I was like they just kept going I was like oh my god there's another there's another another bottle she's going yeah. I know, but I was like, dang, I really need to step up my morning yeah. skincare because I don't do yes. anything anymore. I splash some water, you, maybe ice roll, and then uh-huh. moisturize, but I really could step up my game a little bit. But, okay, thank you for listing this out for us. So those are the five mm-hmm. five mm-hmm. deals, and um, mm-hmm. she'll post about those. I'm yes. sure, she, I'm sure. Go watch the vlog. Yeah. I'm sure you know, she goes into detail. <laughs> <laughs> this has been episode 26. We love y'all, and – yeah, send in your questions. We'll get better yeah. about answering y'all's specific questions at the end it's of it. Sort of our own. We literally every time I'm like, wait, I have a question for you, but then yeah. I talk to you all the time. <laughs> every podcast, but we promise. We love y'all and see you next week. See you next week.